0: Two, three.
1: and welcome to fear and loathing and cinema podcast it is february one that means it's romantic month and we're all in love yes the whole month on fear and loathing and cinema podcast for february we're gonna be doing romantic comedy movies and it's gonna be i'm so excited about this it's uh gonna be great uh, we have the, f- the first one uh, today it is from 2002 and it is a movie that I haven't seen in a while. I'm Brian Kluger and I'm joined by three three amazing uh, Southern hosts with the most here uh We're gonna go to Denton and introduce the uh, the man who uh, likes sand glass blowing Preston mm-hmm. Barta how are you?
2: I'm good. You know i like podcasting because i can talk about movies with you guys anytime i want
1: <laughs> oh I, I like it I, I like it a lot and then we're gonna head down a little bit down to austin texas uh to 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 a man who likes to shoot pool at the bar and uh not drink chick beer uh yeah. dan moran how are you
0: I'm doing great. I have brought both my babies to bars, so I feel like I really uh-huh. can speak to this.
2: And and you like to you like to
1: frisk things
2: and get paid for it. Pretty things that is.
0: <laughs> yes. It's my side gig.
1: And then the one person who picked this movie this week down in Florida who likes to go to Tiffany's and model her wardrobe after Reese Witherspoon. Chelsea, Nicole, how are you?
3: I'm good. I'm really ready for the South to rise. No, I'm not going to say that.
1: (laughs) We're all going to reenact the Civil War on the South side uh, today here on the podcast. Uh, Of course, we're talking about the 2002 movie Sweet Home Alabama. This movie came out in September 27th, 2002. Um, It had a budget of $30 million and it made... 180 million dollars crazy and not only that this movie when it was released on dvd back then it sold two million copies in its first day (laughs) uh Oh my god, and it stars Reese Witherspoon, Joss Lucas, McDreamy himself, Patrick Dempsey, Fred Ward from Tremors, which I think is a direct correlation to that movie. Uh, Mary Kay Place, Gene Smart, Candice Bergen in an amazing role. Uh, Melanie Linsky and Ethan Embry, along with Marilyn Lynn Um, Rask- oh, I'm gonna fuck her name up Rask Cub, Rona Mitra. Oh my goodness. Uh this is a it's crazy. This is a a romantic comedy that made a t- that made more money than a lot of action movies. So we're gonna get into this. Uh but first we had a question posed. Uh who bro, who put up this question? I think it would be Dan. Dan, did you make this question up or did Chelsea? Dan. Oh Dan. Dan, Dan, you're you're muted.
0: Dan's muted. We froze for a second. I'm sorry. Um yeah, I put up I just forgot the plot of this movie um, in general. And I just think that his job is absolutely hilarious um, to try to impress his current wife, ex-wife, still wife, still high school lover, still childhood (laughs) lover. Um, And I thought to myself, if you were to get with your high school sweetheart, which I think Preston and I both married our high school sweethearts. So maybe tougher. Uh,
2: I I didn't. (gasps) no, I did not. I, right. I had a, I had a girlfriend all throughout high school, but uh, we broke up my f- first year of college night, and, and that's when I got with Haley after that.
0: Hell yeah, so um, it's just you. Yeah. So, if you were to, <laughs> what could be the worst job that your high school sweetheart would have? Like, if you went back to town and were rekindling things with them, what is the absolute worst career you could find out? they took on to try to impress you I feel like Brian did too cop why Chelsea just going with cop immediately What? why
1: why cop
3: why would I want to date a cop
0: why, why not he already has Man. handcuffs a gun I feel like
1: you Man. could do anything
3: no, the, the like statistic of like domestic abuse oh, with like cops
0: I don't We're know. getting real.
3: I don't. I mean, you wanted me to answer. No, I just. I just feel like I don't. I'm not gonna go into it too much because I'm just gonna get yelled at. But I don't. You know, I don't like cops on it. don't like
0: cops. Okay. anyone have a fun answer? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs>
1: I, now I'm just thinking like Chelsea goes back to high school at a reunion and finds somebody and they like hit it off and they're like, what do you do? Well, I'm a police officer. She's like, nope, sorry. <laughs> that's that's where this conversation ends. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst job. Mm, the worst
0: job. To try to impress you. To like try. they're trying to win you back. What could the job be like, because like, all right, I was thinking I just I saw an article about how the people who are currently testing like the fecal matter in major cities to trace COVID are making like really good money. But I can't imagine going back and being like as someone being like, let hey, me see are, your shit. Yeah, I was really hoping <laughs> you'd come back to me one day. So I got this career and sifting through poop for COVID traces to keep you I alive. Was, yeah. It's like, yeah every day i come home you know i leave my shoes at the front door so i don't track any of it in and i wash my hands really good just so i can hold your hand again like it's just
1: i mean it sounds like a shitty job but you know i you got,
2: you got that plot
0: figured out <laughs>
1: uh it doesn't seem like the worst job i mean i feel like an honest answer would be like a telemarketer but i don't know why you would want to own it like if they owned like i own a telemarketing firm and i was like oh you're one of these people no thanks like a, call center? like a call center because they're trying to impress you they would impress me if you worked at a if you were a telemarketer but if you owned mm-hmm. one that would probably try to impress me he like damn how do you do that but i would be like uh, that would i i got one okay
2: they they work for like Scream Factory or something like that and they fuck up all the designs for a company that I like.
1: <laughs> you're the one? You're the one that has made this horrible
0: At this point it could be somebody who runs the disgusting film Twitter account. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just
0: spoiling um, movies 2 days before they go into theaters. Yes.
3: The Agent Argyle were the friends we made along the way.
0: <laughs> Maybe we're all Agent Argyle if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. I have, to, did we get any
1: comments on social media about this?
0: I got one. I'm pulling it up. What did we do? Uh, um, it was <laughs> Donald Trump's personal assistant. Hmm. Like that's that, great that's a how did why did i think of this so that's a good that's, answer but that that was one um
1: yeah you you run you run like donald trump or donald trump jr's like day campaign day. yeah
0: so. because he,
1: because it's not about the money you just really believe in what he's uh doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so y'all oh, man it may be oh, okay. So, all right, that's that's very interesting because it could be very well that your your high school sweetheart was very shy and uh back in high school, but now she's come out of her shell or he's come out of her his shell, and they work for Trump and they're very uh uh you know far far right. <laughs> oh my goodness! Or. Or, I, like, they're, they're 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 the head of NAMBLA.
3: Stop it.
0: What? That would be a problem as far as impressing someone. Yeah, that wouldn't impress me. That would I did impress have,
3: me. I did have someone, this is making me think about things, but I did have someone that was my very good friend in high school that years later was like, hey, I've liked you forever. uh I own. I own a comic, bo- <laughs> a comic book shop. Um, do you want to like help me run it? And I was like, sir, we have not talked in 10 years.
0: So wait, he bypassed. Would you like to grab something to eat with me into? Do you want to be my business partner and my sexual partner?
3: So he he bypassed everything and he went into... How would you feel about moving to San Diego?
0: It's two yeah. for one. Well, the San Diego part's kind of a pretty awesome. No,
1: no. No, no thanks. Do you know what San Diego means in German? Will
2: Sojourner?
1: Yeah.
3: Are you <laughs> yeah. trying to be Ron Bergen?
1: I like Preston's delivery on that. It was very nonchalant.
0: <laughs> well, I think we Rose all got Regina? nervous around the German part. We didn't know where
1: it was gonna go. No, Preston yeah. was correct. <laughs> Whale's
0: vagina question marks. Santiago.
1: Santiago. When did this happen? To me? Yeah.
3: This was years ago, but it was uh it was interesting. Mm.
1: Did you How did you consider it? it at all
3: <laughs> for like a day? <laughs>
1: wow but I'm come in... to see, literally move across the country and i hope they run a comic book this. store with me is the comic I... book store still open
0: yes i hope they never listen to this the chances of they're... him listening to this if he just cold called you to come live with him in san diego and run a business, oh my god it's a hundred percent he's listening right now and sir i salute you the boldness, yeah. <laughs> we salute you. <laughs> Just think, think Chelsea would have
1: more Star Wars posters on her wall <laughs> than she does now.
0: I'm not even
1: hating, good for that guy.
3: Yeah, I didn't think. No, he's 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 married happily
1: married. Mm. he went he went down the list (laughs) (laughs) it's a numbers game at that point we just got 20 names one of them's gonna say yes yes.
0: (laughs) his his dating thing is also girls he knew who have linkedin pages that like match up with what he needs like (laughs) probably Yeah.
3: yeah probably
0: so did he
1: did he make a phone call to you or was it like a text message
0: yeah
3: no this was a text
0: how long do you think he spent writing that text? You know what I mean? Like, he's like, all well, right, I haven't talked long. to her in years. Here goes my text message to see if she wants to hey, come. Hey, Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea,
1: remember me from high school?
0: <laughs> Chelsea, remember me from high school? Question mark. Double space. New paragraph. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I feel like
3: Brian did the same thing to me at Fantastic Fest.
1: I did when I saw kind of Chelsea like, for the first time in years I went up to her It's like hey I'm Brian do you remember me we stayed together
3: no you say your whole fucking name oh yeah I said hey, I am Brian Kluger. do you remember Cougar. me we stayed together and I, was, I was like yeah okay
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was with Alex Spivey I remember that I remember Alex uh I, I said like is that
0: Chelsea
1: <laughs> goes yes Spike went over the there man who does
3: not like bread
1: yeah no that's funny rice oh yeah he didn't yeah. like french fries either great weird um oh what what an interesting i'm just trying to think of I'm, I'm trying to put myself in that situation and looking back at high school if there would be anybody that like dan said would be so bold <laughs> like hey how are you uh Remember me? Uh, I've got a comic book store. Do you want to move across the country and just uh work this comic? <laughs> and I like that he thought of you because you're nerdy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> you would run a comic book store.
2: <laughs> Hell, you may have taken it over and salt burned his ass.
3: <laughs> I wish I would have. <laughs> I'm. That just occurred to me. I was like, oh shit, I could have could have franchised this i could have okay never mind
1: oh man that's good uh yeah i mean i don't know if i mean this kind of happens in sweet home alabama preston oh yeah preston gave one good one we okay we all gave one that's a yeah interesting yeah call center trump uh making the shitty packaging on blu-rays and 4ks which is pretty funny
3: very personal to
1: preston but trust that, me that was, i can, if you go back and listen to every episode of my bloody podcast there's probably a lot where we talk about how much uh not work goes into some of these packaging and it's it, it's I can't imagine listening to it and how, like, we're so much like comic book guy from The Simpsons in these moments. <laughs> <laughs> Worst artwork ever. <laughs> and, and it's just, uh, oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's good. All right. So Sweet Home, Alabama. Uh, Chelsea, you picked this. Um, what What landed you on this one?
3: Well, it was between this and She's All That for me. And I think collectively, we decided to go for the the lower rated one. So I said, why not? The last time I've seen this was I was in high school. And it's I have a different opinion on it now.
1: So you you saw this in high school. So this came out in 2002. Were you in high school when this came out?
3: Yeah, I graduated in uh, 2005
1: okay so you were a little freshman yeah okay uh i was 21 years old when i saw this in the theater so right right in kansas yeah uh what about y'all that was when i first when i first saw it uh i really liked reese witherspoon and josh lucas and uh i i i'm trying to remember because i remember seeing it and i thought i was like okay it's okay um wasn't my favorite or anything uh and then i don't think i saw it until it came out on dvd because i had it on dvd and then i don't think i've seen it since until last night um which there's a couple scenes in this movie that got me um oh yeah oh yeah there's one no Ooh, there's I, one. I thought i thought of preston for sure in myself yeah. there's one i was like whoa there's um, one that I. dan just... when did you when did yeah. you first see this was this a um, was this a projectionist movie?
0: No, I was working at the theater though, um, and I definitely saw it. Uh, I definitely saw it with my current, my current, my only wife. Uh, <laughs> we definitely saw <laughs> it. <laughs> my current wife, um, and and yeah, it was. This was the height of rom coms. Like this was this was like the five or six year run where I feel like these movies were making a hundred million dollars just by putting out a movie with someone in them. So, um, I can't believe that this movie is rate. We'll get to it is rated as low as it is because I think it's actually better than a lot of the other ones and, um, watching it the other night, there are a lot of early 2000 things in it that cracked me up. Um, and lots of other details we'll talk about but I definitely saw it in theater and I know for a fact between my mom my wife and her mom and her sister they were one of the people that owned this on DVD and I had to have seen this movie I'll bet I've seen this movie 10 to 15 times wow probably
1: all right uh Preston what about you
2: I was twelve when this movie came out. I saw it in theaters with my mom, most likely. I have seen it quite a bit. Uh still have the DVD. I remember it. I'm a sucker for romantic comedies. Like there's there I'm having a a a hard time trying to narrow down my picks because I have so many that could probably go for many years. Um but this was one that I owned and often put on just because it just was a good, just provided good feels and I enjoyed the characters and it had been some time since I've seen it. So I had to go into my closet and find my box that still had my DVD and uh, I watched it with my wife last night and
1: uh, it's still a good time. Still Still a good time. time. Still a good time. Uh, Chelsea, this has like a, is it 20 or 30% on Rotten Tomatoes? It's like um, high th- high 30s or
3: 30, something? 38. 38%. 38% uh, critically.
1: Why? So, we're, I mean, we're talking about it. So why why do you think this, nobody liked this movie besides like a couple people?
3: I mean, the critics didn't like this movie. The audience score is almost at an 80.
1: Wow. That's a very big leap.
3: It's a very big leap.
1: Well, why do you think the critics
2: didn't like it? Cuz there's a romantic comedy in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think so? I think it comes down to that. I feel like a lot of people didn't take uh it seems like horror and romantic comedies really didn't get taken seriously for a while until recent years it seems or they're being revisited but Um, Or or they're giving them them somewhat more accurate uh, ratings, I would say. But yeah, for time there just didn't didn't seem like they didn't they didn't want to give it uh,
1: its proper due do you think the critics checked out real early of the movie because of the critic joke at the beginning of the movie, which made (laughs) me laugh, which, which was, I think in the beginning of the movie, somebody says, well, what about the critics? We're like, Oh, the critics hate themselves. So don't worry (laughs) about it. (laughs) Maybe
2: Maybe. that's why, that's why SAG hated uh, May, December because they didn't like all the jokes about actors in it.
0: The critics watching it were that scene from Euphoria where the, the girl turns the other one and goes, wait is this entire play about us is this <laughs> yeah. play about us yeah
1: uh, i don't know why they they didn't like it but i think there's a very there's a good sweetness to this movie and coming back and watching it again and i think in um roger ebert's review cuz roger ebert gave it a 3 out of 4 stars um mm-hmm. it's very fantasy and it's and reese witherspoon holds it together with this fantasy-like character and but watching it again is reese witherspoon a good person in this movie
2: i would say patrick dempsey is a great is the, person is a great person patrick
3: yeah. patrick dempsey dempsey and ethan Embry are great people in this movie
1: yeah yeah they are <laughs> they're pretty forgiving and yeah Melanie- they very much are but like the the main character Reese Witherspoon who uh her name is Melanie Carmichael but really Melanie Smooter
3: no she has like three different names yeah. Carmichael Melanie, Smouter, Melanie. and then Perry so she has the married the she has I mean she, she has all those different
0: names this was this movie came out in 2002 right Yes. Yeah. They're probably filming it before anyone cared about your ID after 9-11 because I thought the exact same thing. I was I was laughing. I was like, the fact that she's just like running around with like four different names cracked me up. Yeah, it, it is it, it,
3: the paperwork.
1: Yeah, the, the paperwork.
0: <laughs> that, I just, just I can't paperwork. imagine like was
1: somebody at, like because she's like a like a famous like the next big um fashion designer. And I can't imagine how much she had to change with that, but. So as someone who
3: used to, used to be a dresser at New York fashion week, she's showing she's having, she's being featured in New York fashion week. Like that's not just any like tiny little feed. That's she's famous now. She has all of this stuff now. And watching this last night i was like well, why the fuck don't her parents know
1: <laughs> well i mean that they say like they haven't seen her in seven years but first wait what you were a dresser in new york for fashion i was wow for like what
3: i feel like we've had this conversation before i worked for um gen art and i went to a uh Fashion college that I will not name, but was very, gave me a lot of opportunities. That's
0: cool.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. So, is this like a true life story?
3: Not, <laughs> I mean, I don't have like a Confederate flag pillow. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: But, <laughs> but it did, it did make me miss Fashion Week. So, okay. Yeah.
1: So, with this with this character Melanie played by uh, Reese there's a lot she does in this movie that is very villainous mm-hmm. one being allegedly dating somebody and getting married to somebody and her never telling him certain aspects of her life <laughs> like what coming into it in 2024 what do y'all think about that
2: now, there's a lot that's problematic about her and yeah in watching it now compared to then i was just like yeah you just don't do that to a person and especially when she got drunk and you know anybody who gets drunk can stay say the darnest things we, i mean uh we got <laughs> she some people on here.
1: somebody in yeah. public in yeah. front of everyone that was crazy too yeah <laughs>
3: no and yeah. the person that probably you know was most forgiving to her she she did that too. yeah that yeah. whole scene in the in the bar where she outs him is just I just want to slap her and take her outside and be like shut up
0: shut and it's so quaint that it, face. yeah it's so quaint that in two thousand two everyone was just like oh I can't believe she did that he'll forgive her and then you think about what would happen to that poor guy in Alabama if it happened in twenty twenty four his whole life is over like it's just yeah it's not. Yeah, that was I was that was the one scene that I was going to bring up, just like how we talked about that scene with the Hangover, where Bradley Cooper's paging, whats his face, yeah. just like things from the early 2000s. We were like, oh yeah, simpler times. Simpler and he's times. so
3: nice about it. Like it's like the day or a couple days after, and he covers for her. And he, mm-hmm. he's the he's the he and Patrick Dempsey's character are just they're great people. And yeah, I told my.
0: Yeah. yeah. I told my wife this morning, I was shocked. I forgot that like Patrick Dempsey is just the only time he gets angry is when he goes down to surprise her and finds out that she's married and she never told him. And I was like, completely reasonable reaction. Completely. But my, reasonable.
3: Favorite, my favorite part of that is where it, he goes to this like Southern Civil War Confederate, you know, reenactment and, and he just... It's like, you married your cousin?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it second cousin? Yeah. Please tell second me second cousin.
0: cousin. <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's a good guy in this movie. He's just like, all right, you lied to me. We can figure this out. I still love you. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, you're just not for me. And lets her go and doesn't make a big piece of drama. Like Even some of the garbage that is on Netflix now that I only see pieces of, they um that my wife watches here and there I feel like the ex-boyfriend or the current boyfriend has to be just to the level of abusive where they can get away with it like he's either manipulative or a huge problem or just a big asshole and she never realized it it's never a situation where it's like he's a good guy who just wasn't for me there's mm-hmm. always something more it's always like uh Bradley Cooper from Wedding Crashers or um just really problematic guys well, movie.
1: Patrick Dempsey in this role, he's just so likable through the whole thing. He always takes the high road, even when his mother, Candace Bergen, the mayor of New York. Because you you see the side she's coming from, Candace yeah. Bergen's role here, until the very end where she just is, she lets loose. And it's funny because, you know, her face is distorted now with all of the bug bites and stuff like that. And so... She just lets loose and, you know, the the punch heard around Alabama um, is. Yeah. yeah, What's the what's the legalities of that, Dan? Right. Right. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, because today is like, I'm going to sue you. I mean, she had it coming, but, you
0: know, (laughs) I I, I'm pretty sure if you have that crazy of a New York mayor. trying to to attack someone and cause those issues at an Alabama wedding, you don't have to worry about any legalities. Right? We didn't
2: see anything.
0: I didn't see nothing, and there's not a jury in that county that's going to convict her of assault. Yeah, that's a true statement. Oh, my God.
3: 500 people saw nothing. (laughs) Uh,
1: That's what it is. Um, But I thought it was funny because, I mean, you look at Reese's character Melanie and she seems like I mean we don't get to see her as a young person really except for that first scene when the lightning strikes but it seems like she was a fun as hell girl to know growing up like blowing up a bank and a cat and all okay. sorts of stuff
3: is that fun or is it a little bit sociopathic mm <laughs> with the small animal with the small animal i know when they were and telling they're... that
2: story i was like jesus christ but then they pulled the whole departed with the rat thing yeah. at the very end of the movie that's yeah. where
1: scorsese got that end shot from is from sweet home <laughs> alabama he's he was just watching it like fuck it's the cat <laughs> with the tail 30 year old cat no, that's funny. I, I, but they sell, they say all these stories, and we see her like everybody knows her, and that she was a wild child, and even her, Melanie's mom in the movie, who seems uh, Earl I, and Pearl. Yes, <laughs> I feel like oh man, Fred Ward is so great in this movie. He doesn't have a lot to say, but he's just he, like he, he's, he's
2: got the funniest line in the whole movie. He sure does. Which, which is what um what was it the the you you can't ride two horses with one ass that's
3: true sugar sugar lips or something i don't know
1: oh it's so good no i just think with it seemed like when melanie's mom was talking to her it's like you i put up a lot with you you know like she was a wild child and she i guess got out because her mom wanted to get out of that life and then and then i'm looking at it i went away to college for five years melanie reese witherspoon went away for seven years but she never went back to see her parents she never did anything that's crazy to me i can't imagine we learn
3: learn why though
1: why what was the reason
3: what was the reason
1: did it did Uh, i miss this
3: of her of her just like not coming back and everything
1: yeah, that nobody had seen her in seven years. That's a long time.
3: Well, I mean, she, she got pregnant. She lost the baby. Right. And it kind of threw her into, you know, a tailspin. And so she wanted nothing to do with, you know, anything. So she left. Mm.
2: So strong enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if we start... If we start breaking down, I mean, this is going to be a really long month of podcasts so if we're going to break down the the hoops and gymnastics done to get these plots going in these movies. I mean, there's, I feel like every rom com from the mid two thousands is just someone playing Mad Libs with a small town and some some uh, obnoxious thing. Like think about How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days and like failure to launch and all these insane movies that came out. All of the plots are crazy. It's just this one, they try to ground a little bit more, but you're still like, eh, pretty dumb. Well, this pretty whole dumb, thing is it, about like what,
3: what society thinks you want that is perfect versus what your heart wants.
1: Yeah, I think she wanted this life. Then you, you see it. It is Cinderella fairy tale. I mean... Coming from her double wide trailer to New York and then renting out Tiffany's to pick out your ring and being in the high elite society, but she forgot rented where out.
3: She... He rented out the seventh floor Tiffany's for her, which is
2: yeah,
1: that's baller. Hey, can we, can we take a
2: can we take a quick pause with her getting to Tiffany's of like how cool you would feel being in a limo and your limo is like, Hey, he's running behind. We got to go in here and be like, fuck, no, I'm not going in there. I don't, I don't. And then just like, keep going. It's like the good fellas. Like
1: just keep, keep going. Yeah. Just keep, yeah. you Keep going back there. Back. Oh, that's so true. I, and yeah, she's, so cool. she really she's so cool. She's so cool with that. it. Yeah. She's trusting. Yeah. She's, she's, got, she's a little adventurous. Um, so, I think, okay, so what about Josh Lucas? What about this guy? What about the 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 her the husband Home
2: depot himself
1: yeah the 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 twist in the movie that happens early on, uh, you know, uh where he comes, she's like, "I need a divorce, and you're like, wait, they're married." So we don't get any of their relationship other than stories throughout the movie. but what do you do you like him? do do you think he's a good guy? Or do you think, like, the, the characters are... So, like, it seemed like Reese Witherspoon still hasn't found herself or doesn't know, but Josh, Lucas's character, found himself. And is... Like, is that, like, the story?
3: Did he find himself, though? Because his whole thing was, like, he went... After she left, he went back to New York uh, to, you know, get her back. But then he's. They said something like, "Oh, he had never seen anything like New York," and he came back trying to build a life that I guess she would be proud of to be with him.
1: Okay,
2: that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, because I was it wouldn't click as well if he was like he just got lost in New York, couldn't find her. No, yeah,
1: <laughs> Home Alone three, Home Lost alone, in New York,
2: <laughs> just Josh Lucas out there. That that song from he's, he's flying
1: <laughs> Moe's alligator do we know mo (laughs) love that line in this movie um no i i think i like josh lucas in this movie i think that i i like their back and forth at the beginning where she takes all of his money and instead of running off with it she redecorates his house (laughs) which is really funny their
3: their chemistry i mean i don't know what they're like Reed would have been for you know auditioning and stuff, but their chemistry in this is off the charts. They're really good together. Well, they're both really good
1: actors. And she was with Ryan Felipe at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay.
3: But yeah, I I agree. The whole um the whole her trying to get into his house and then draining his bank account. Those were that was fun to watch.
1: That was fun to watch. It's like, what is this? Chick food? Yeah. I love that. And it's that just was light funny. beer. Yeah, it was light beer. <laughs> and it was like, I loved like when he's so upset, he's just drinking the beer like from an upward angle and not yeah. stopping. Like we've all been there. <laughs> 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 oh God. I, I, I like the, the chemistry. Yes. Chelsea is, it's pretty infectious. I think with those two, um, some of the side characters I really wanted more from, like Rona Mitra, who I I just like her. You like Hollow Man? Yeah, like like mm-hmm. her. And then um, I we get more of Ethan Embry um, and where he comes from, and maybe to go back to like why he's so uh, forgiving. Like I think he probably just has a carefree attitude because he has all the money in the world. Like he comes from an uber wealthy family. And he's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, I got it made. And his crazy-ass grandfather is blowing anvils up in the backyard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It makes
0: sense. Honestly, the thing that surprised me was, other than Heavenly Creatures, what Melanie Linsky has been hiding the fact that she is not American for, like, 21 Mm -hmm. years now. Because I saw this movie, and she does such an incredible, like, Alabama Hick accent that I was like no wonder I never for a moment in my life thought that she was anything other than an American
1: yeah yeah she's been in American movies so much and she's so good and she's great here and she has like this that's what I love about these the South movies and showing like oh Reese Witherspoon is fucked up so much and when she finally comes to and falls on her sword it's just like oh don't worry about let's go talk we missed you you know whereas maybe the high society in Candace Bergen would be less than forgiving. And I like yeah. seeing that
2: it's, it's cause they lost the war. So they just know how to handle
1: feelings. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <They did. laughs> um, I do like that. Let's, let's talk about the very two sad moments in this movie that crept up on me. Cause I hadn't seen this since the dvd came out and i completely forgot about it well there is a dog in this movie um and when reese witherspoon's character and josh lucas character first see each other and they're like they tell the dog to shut up because it's uh an old coon dog uh barking uh they say shut up and they say different names and you're like wait what who's that and you're like oh that's brian it's like what happened to bear like well bear died you weren't here Mm -hmm. And they're just like, oh, God. And then Reese Witherspoon goes to visit the dog's grave to talk to it. And, man, I immediately looked to Bugs' um, uh, little ashes, little thing of ashes. I was like, oh, man, this is – man, I, the, the warmness in my eyes were getting swelled up. And I was like, oh, shit, this is a good scene. It was, like, really good. And that snuck up on me, and I completely forgot this scene was in there. But – did that scene hit y'all?
3: I cried. Uh, so yeah.
1: yes. Preston, did you remember that scene in this movie?
2: I vaguely remembered it, and then when it happened, because I remember her walking off from the festival that she was at, and then yeah, I, I kind of forgot that it was the dog, but yeah, that uh, it, it, the. It made me cry and emotional because not because uh, so much that I I, I lost my dog recently, but it made me think of the dog that I had in high school where I kind of did the same thing. I was so busy living life and trying to figure out who I was that I wasn't there a lot. And so I feel a lot of guilt about that, especially after my dog passed recently, because I did feel like I learned from that experience and wanted to do everything that I could to make sure that my next dog, I gave my full attention to, and I was there. And so, but I still feel guilty about it. So that scene made me feel a lot of emotions um, because I completely relate to it.
1: No, for sure. Oh my God. What she says to the, the, to bear. I was like, damn, this is hitting me. Dan hasn't said shit. So maybe he, had, he his, his heart is very black and cold. I don't know.
0: No, no. I. It was the only time where she really came across like a good person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. <laughs> which is weird considering she's the star of the movie. But until towards the end when she finally reconciles with all of her past and everything, that was the one moment where you're like, oh, she's not an ice queen or like yeah. um, a really terrible... Honestly not a good person to anyone in her life who cares and loves and that's she,
2: she's trying to project a persona and like right. that was the moment where she was more honest with herself mm-hmm. and being who she truly is and that's what's allowing her to kind of see life can exist with jake perry
1: Exactly. man yeah it, it's so true it's so true and you think about like cause even that that moment in the graveyard with the dog and her it brings back like those jurassic bark futurama episode vibes of like oh you were oh, wondering where i was the what i said
3: absolutely that's the first thing that i went to the futurama
1: jurassic bark episode yeah. have y'all seen that y'all seen that right yeah
2: not a long time but yes yeah,
1: no, because it's, it's like uh, you you were probably waiting on me. I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. Why are we yeah. doing this in this movie? And then, yeah, no, I'm there with you. That was a very sad scene. And I don't, with just that scene, if somebody hates this movie, I don't get it. Because that scene really brings the movie back to reality to me, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, we haven't, oh, go ahead.
2: I was about to say, it's like they got a, somebody to rewrite it and they were like, oh, shit, somebody dropped a bomb in there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Um, we have to talk about uh, Melanie Linsky's husband in the movie, who's Malachi from Children of the Corn, who plays the sheriff. And Courtney Gaines, Courtney Gaines, who I've had, we've had on my bloody podcast before. Uh, and he's awesome. He's amazing. And he's so funny in this. I love the scene where Josh Lucas is like, uh, he's upset. It was, I think it's actually right before the, uh, the cemetery scene with the dog they're all up on the water tower drinking beer and he, they're all like oh we need to go take him and cheer him up and then the sheriff's up there drinking he's like you want to go arrest somebody yeah <laughs> I, I was laughing i was like that's a good it's a good sheriff right sheriff <laughs> yeah. and a good friend yeah and a good friend i thought that was awesome
2: yeah did, did what about that line that i uh brought up at the top where he says something like uh i could do what which she's like asking oh you're a sheriff now like what is that like he's like yeah to get i get to frisk pretty people and get, get paid, paid for it
3: pretty little things <laughs> like you all day now it's
1: yeah, yeah. it's amazing
3: and i'm like, oh. I'm
1: like Mary oh, Alabama. Okay. <laughs> what's wrong with that that's a compliment <laughs> I just just just
2: thought of matt dylan and crash that's all
0: yeah and just trust me when he said you want me to cheer you up and we can go arrest someone, I'll give you three guesses who they were going to go arrest.
1: (laughs) Who were they going to go arrest?
0: Stop, stop. (laughs) They were were going the next town over, I'll tell you that much.
1: (laughs) That's so good. But, I mean, even with that, with the Alabama thing, it was very inclusive, you know? Like, you, you didn't get, like, a sense of hatred, or, like, even when Ethan Embry's character you know, was out. Everybody still loved him, right? Yeah. They yeah. all seem yeah. pretty cool with it. Yeah.
0: yeah. We, we talked about the fantasy elements of this movie earlier. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so why do you think... Who do you think is the glue of this movie? Do you think it's Reese or do you think it's Josh? Or Ethan?
0: It's not Reese.
1: You don't think so? Because Roger Ebert and a lot of critics said she was the glue to this movie.
0: I think she's really good in it, but I are we her performance holds the movie together i thought you meant from a standpoint of like the story because if it's the story then it's josh lucas like he mm-hmm. holds the two worlds together and is the bridge through the entire movie I
1: right it is it
0: from a from a story standpoint i would say that josh lucas was more important um but yeah reese no this was uh this was early reese when she was hitting the heights of I can be a charming in any rom-com and make a hundred million dollars. Like...
1: No, but it, and it made 180. And I, th- and it, again, with go to go with the fantasy element here, I really think that in the late nineties and early two thousands with all of these romantic comedy movies, they're yeah. all science fiction films in, in <laughs> reality, because none of this shit would ever happen. It's so far <laughs> beyond like Notting Hill. I love the movie Notting Hill so much, but that movie, that shit would never happen. The notebook. ever, huh?
2: The Notebook. The Notebook.
1: Yeah, correct. All it's these movies in these
2: eras
3: of the Notebook. Yeah, I feel what? like
2: these, this and the Notebook, were like the two major romantic comedies of that time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Coincidentally, they both have guys who are supposed to be the quote unquote bad guy. The mm-hmm. Yes, and, in the, and they're both just good dudes. Yeah, I
3: was gonna say James Marsden in The Notebook, a Great complete guy. angel. Patrick Dempsey in this, a complete angel.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's interesting. The director of this movie is named Andy Tennant, and um, he it's interesting. So his first movie he did, which would make Preston happy is the uh, Olsen twins movie It Takes Two Mm -hmm. Um, he went on to do Fool's Rush In Ever After, A Cinderella Story Anna the King, he then did Sweet Home Alabama, then he did Will Smith and Hitch, Fool's Gold and then other romantic comedies, and he actually did the two, one of the two best Wonder Years episodes uh, which was the Math Class episode and Heartbreak, Um, but Interestingly enough, this guy has basically just done romantic comedies. He has a movie coming out that's going to come out uh, at some point this year or next. It's called Unit 234. And... He's not doing a romantic comedy. It's his first step into a horror film, and I'm going to read the premise of it. It's a young woman working the night shift alone at her family's remote storage facility, discovers an unconscious man locked inside Unit 234, and he's chained to a gurney and a missing kidney. She must then fight to survive a ruthless gang set on retrieving Clayton at any cost. And I'm like, the dude who did all these crazy romantic comedies is going into horror. What do you think is going to happen?
0: What has life done to this person? <laughs> Seems awesome.
3: I was going to say, I like the premise.
0: Yeah, I was. I mean, you're trying to... Listen, he's going to make some money. Back in the day, you could make a rom-com for $15 million or even less. And if you had a good premise, enough people would go see it and it would be profitable for you. And I think those days are are gone and but horror on the other hand low budget horror if you get that thing to pop you're immediately Mm going to turn around and, and make money on it so it may just be a uh keep your career going situation right
1: right and do you know who produced
0: this movie my boy Bruckheimer
1: no no well almost neil moritz the guy who did uh fast and furious and triple x and i know what you did last summer
0: so a genius <laughs> in his own right
1: mm-hmm. i'm just that's amazing um i i love that about him He <laughs> did brian is
2: brian is the adventures of briscoe county junior good since he directed episodes of that
1: so okay. he did so, yes, that is true. The the director, Andy Tennant. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. is and you like Bruce Campbell, I have that DVD set right up there. Advisco, Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. is amazing. It is whoever yes. has not seen Adventures of Brisco v- Briscoe County Jr., highly, highly recommend. It's it's great. Uh with Bruce Campbell. Adventure, Western, Sci-Fi, all of it is in there. Um but <laughs> And it's interesting, we brought up 9-11, never forget, earlier. This was the first movie that was allowed to film in New York after 9-11. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. This was the first movie that was allowed to film, which is weird to say, right? It's
0: weird to say. And also, they're letting uh, a woman with no IDs, multiple identities, just flying around, tricking the world.
1: In addition to that, this was the first movie that was allowed to actually film inside a Tiffany store since Breakfast at Tiffany's.
3: I do know that because that was a big
1: deal. Why is that a big deal? I don't know.
3: Just because the I mean the it's one of those brands that keep keeps up their kind of like luxurious side by being like exclusive scarcity. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exclusive. So it's like
0: if you saw the inside and knew what everything was, it loses its luster if you ever actually get to walk in there.
3: Yeah, but in this movie, it's just like she walks in and there's like thirty people at the ready, just like pick whatever you want, madam.
1: Yeah, It's well, awesome. It's
3: very, it's very awesome. Yes,
1: it's very cool,
2: Chelsea. I got a quick question. Chelsea, would your significant would you like it if your significant other did something like that? It allowed you to pick your own ring? Because I had a debate with my wife last night about it. If uh, I was like, would you like that? If I came from a place that had a lot of money and I just gave you the option to pick your ring, would you like it or would you rather me do the work?
3: So I'm um, um I thought about this while watching that last night, but I was just like, that's like a dream to just let me pick. But then I was like, you don't know me well enough to like pick something that I'd like.
2: Yeah. Well, Well, they're together like eight months or something.
1: Yeah. It's something short. But then again, it's like, uh, like what's, cause you know, I thought about that too of when that scene was happening again, where it's like, okay, so this is such a cool gesture, but does, does does a woman want to be proposed to traditionally because he does get on one knee, but he has not picked out or does somebody want I guess it's up to the person who's like, oh, my God, I have the whole store; I can pick anything I want to and we can pick it out together or like I'm curious on like where the romance is in that because I know it's there's a romantic gesture and just YouTube being in there and everybody there for you. But then also like the surprise of it. all. I don't know.
0: I think that's a thing now though i think a lot of couples go and pick out the ring together
1: mm-hmm. but is like is the guy like really do they have a say in that it's like is the guy's like oh no that doesn't look good at all or is like, like a... oh no whatever you
0: want i think that second option is to answer <laughs> okay i mean she has to she is choosing to wear it forever. So if you're designing it with someone, then I would default to her at all times.
2: Especially if they come yeah. from a place that where their profession is in design.
0: Yes.
3: Yeah. Oh true. Maybe that's, that's why he did it. Yeah, well, that's true.
2: He he, he comes from a, a family that's just like, oh, just have my assistant get it for them. And like, you know. And so this is like, well, you know, I want to do a little more than that. I'll at least take her to the store.
0: Well, it wouldn't have been more romantic if he had just walked her in there and been like, listen, I spent weeks trying to find the design, the yeah. perfect thing. I realized that you are the design expertise, yeah. blah, 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 like there, boom. Prompt it would have,
2: would have been a funny little scene. It was like, uh, well, which one do you think, uh, it, you know, I came in here and I was thinking about this one right over here and then it's not the one that she wants.
0: Or even him waving off the Tiffany's people for like three other rings that he like wanted to bring out to show her as like choices and she gives yeah. him a look and he's like <laughs> yeah Bruce I mean, Campbell Bruce yeah. Campbell from Spider-Man
1: Yeah
2: yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah I don't I don't know. I guess like seeing that seeing that now I just to so, like Preston's question, it, I I would like like for whoever to propose to me would know that I like know what I want. And, like, we had talked about it beforehand.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
3: um, but I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, that's not fucking cool that he took her <laughs> with all of his wealth and his resources to, like, Tiffany's. It's like, whatever you want, ma'am.
2: Yeah.
0: So
2: <laughs> I don't know. When, it, when, it, when it's a ring, it, it's a bigger deal. Like, I, I'll do, like, spontaneous type of stuff like that for my wife's birthday this year. I took her to a bunch of different bookstores to allow her to pick out her books. And that seems fine to me but when you're doing a ring personally being the more you know uh self-appointed romantic type here um i would rather put in the work but you know to each yeah. his own
1: yeah well now i'm like curious is like does does chelsea want to go to like tiffany's or does she want like a star wars engraved like lightsaber ring
3: i do you think I'm tacky?
0: <laughs> do you think
3: I'm? Do you think I'm tacky? Do you think I like heart? Do you? Do you? I, I just want you to. Just, anyone listening, your your wife, your girlfriend, she doesn't want heart jewelry.
1: No. No. Some people do. I'm gonna. They, They're lying.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. They don't.
1: Uh, that's funny it's, okay
2: it's it's the melanie carmichael in the you know in the, the, in the background
1: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh let's talk about the songs and music in this movie it's like i forgot about the band Shadaisy, so i was really yeah, excited to hear a song by Shadaisy.
2: I know I went on like a whole little research thing with them. I was like, oh man, my mom jammed that first album of theirs that like, and if you listen to it, the first three songs are like hits. Yeah. And then I and then I was like, oh, they stopped making music really in 2006. And they kind of do their own thing now and don't, they're not on socials, I don't think. And you can't really find them. So uh I don't know, maybe did the whole like, Dixie Chicks mix up get too much for them and they just kind of stopped. I I don't know, but...
1: I'm I'm guessing, but like the soundtrack that has Jewel, Daisy, Avril Lavigne, Ryan Adams, Uncle Cracker, Sheryl Crow, (laughs) Dolly Parton. I mean, damn. I was jamming out to this Southern rock, man.
3: I I will say that this, this movie named Sweet Home Alabama, it never had the actual Sweet Home Alabama. It just had two covers of it yeah right well
2: because leonard skinner's racist
3: (laughs) i mean (laughs) parts of the movie are as well
1: yeah i mean i i get like you they they played it twice in the movie and one was by jewel which i'm sure reese might have had a say in that i imagine or maybe like the rights Two Leonard Skinner version was very expensive, and they went yeah. with two covers. Yeah, that's on fine. It. Did you want to hear the Leonard Skinner one?
3: Yeah, because I like Leonard Skinner.
1: I do too. Maybe
2: they they should have got Jerry Brockheimer as the producer because he made it happen in Con Air. <laughs>
0: also, also because lightning striking things is a big plot. Uh, movie. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't sign Ooh. on immediately. Yeah,
2: ooh. Speaking of the lightning, have any of y'all seen the deleted or the alternate ending of this movie?
1: No, this I don't remember it. I had it on DVD, but I do not remember it.
0: I'm very excited. So there,
2: so there's an alternate ending of this where right at the moment where she finds him and there, she, he's putting out all the rods out on the beach, and she's about to kiss him, and then like the the rain's falling in slow motion. She's kissing him, and she looks up, and a flash of lightning comes down. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to kill them. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, they're going to carry home that whole metaphor about lightning not striking twice in the same spot. And so it ends with them uh, after this supposed lightning strike happens. So right when she's looking up and there's a flash of light, it it cuts to – back at the reception so apparently compared to the original ending which has them all at the bar because at that point the whole wedding shut down in this version they still have the reception even though the wedding didn't happen and so everybody's Mm -hmm. there dancing and then uh josh lucas is carrying melanie and and she looks like she's kind of like crisp looking like there's i was like oh my god they killed her and then and then he says like she got struck by lightning i was like oh my god and then um she wakes up and is and then there's like just kidding and then everybody's (laughs) having a good laugh and everything and i was like oh man brian would have loved this ending i I would
1: have that's a great (laughs) ending so t- end, totally
2: kind of, inconsistent with what they're the trying end, to
3: kind of want them to get struck by lightning a little yeah, bit,
2: yeah. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet style, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh man, no, because I like the end credits of them seeing the pictures. Then you've seen um, that me yeah. Vanderbilt, which <laughs> <It> was great. <laughs> That's a great joke, that it was a great joke. Uh, but I know I, I like that, but I like seeing like their life and then having a kid. Yeah doing their thing like that was not that was sweet we didn't need yeah. sam jackson coming in getting a team together again it was just uh
3: they made it was their just, own team
1: they had their own they had their own team all right all right uh the question we haven't brought up yet dan sweet home alabama john wick
0: oh easy uh candace bergeron's character would totally know winston from the continental it <laughs> would absolutely be like someone that he has helped install in the highest positions of power within New York she definitely has a bunch of gold coins and takes care of business because she's like, the mayor yeah yeah
2: I was like, thinking more uh, beekeeper
0: <laughs> yes.
1: uh interesting okay
0: immediately where my mind went she knew what's up
1: <laughs> What's up? that's the john witness um what do y'all so it's a 38 percent chelsea what do you give this what what does this movie deserve what did your letterbox say
3: so <laughs> I, I i gave this three stars
2: yeah I'm about the same so like some like 60
3: yeah i would say 60 some like mid 60s yeah
0: that's where i feel all right I
1: think sixty five seventy. Did I? Did I? Did do? Do I have a letterbox of this? You do not. Uh, I do not. Oh, Mm-mm. Preston already looked. <laughs> yeah, I did look. This is it. Not on there. I don't see it.
3: Let's see. You should, uh,
2: unless you, you should added do, it.
3: You should add it now in real time.
2: Oh, you got three and a half on there now.
1: Oh, look at that.
3: Oh,
2: Better than Oppenheimer
1: for sure. Yeah,
2: Ooh. is that going to be your answer for everything?
1: <laughs> Killed Dan. <laughs> is there uh, I'll, anything? I'll write.
2: I'll write mine on there, and I'll say not enough quantum physics.
3: <laughs> is there anything you guys didn't like about this movie? Um,
1: a little long. Uh, it's I don't think it was an hour and forty minutes.
0: Was it really? Yeah, it's not yeah. long,
1: dude. Oh. Argyle is two and a half hours long. That felt I long.
0: I, I thought I I thought it was over two hours.
1: No, it's an hour and 40 minutes.
0: No, that's perfect length.
1: No, I just I think uh I mean the things that the little nitpicks, like some of the side characters like Rona Mitra and Fred Ward, and a lot of these others, Melanie Linsky, they're just like they're characters in there, but they don't have like an arc really. They're just like peppered in to whatever um i think they could have been fleshed out or been gone altogether um and i think they they probably could have made melanie's character a little bit more redeemable instead of just kind of like a shit show constantly and just like everybody just forgiving her no matter what yeah um but i get it it's a science fiction movie so i'm in and and it's very sweet and funny and I like it.
3: Okay, this is a good question though. Who would you guys have picked? Would you would have would you have have gone with Patrick Dempsey or Josh Lucas?
1: Mm, Josh Lucas. Why? Well, you. Uh, marry into a family and Patrick Dempsey's family Uh, that's just there's going to be a lot of rules and a lot of shit you can't do and they're not very friendly or nice ain't, ain't yeah. going to happen yeah
2: because it would just be like he's on your side and that's it and then with him you at least have like the whole town
0: wow. like there's that I think the answer is Josh Lucas because that's she can be you can be yourself.
1: Yeah. And he seemed like more personality. I mean, I I mean, McDreamy is nice, but he's uh maybe no personality. Like he's very well he, straight and narrow.
0: And he was literally in love with a person he didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Which very true. Really weird <laughs> that he was <just> <laughs> like I left, nah, you I'll left still roll the dice here.
3: I left you a flower for every time I thought about you.
0: Yeah. So what about you? Me? Yeah.
3: Um,
1: I
0: don't know. She's really swayed by that Tiffany thing. She is.
1: She lived that life, Dan, as she said. She was a New York fashion designer.
2: Or she's thinking about the comic book store guy. Yeah, this has
1: brought up a whole new thing. (laughs) She's like, I could have been Miss Comic Book San Diego. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i could have been i
3: i i would have um i i would have gone with josh lucas because they just have this kind of like undeniable connection and i still think it's like this whole movie uh goes on the fact that they haven't talked for seven years which is wild like, did she just like leave and then send him papers and they never talked about like divorce or they never talked about anything? And this whole movie is is pretty much based on like people not communicating at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah. As much as I like Patrick Dempsey, um, no Josh Lucas and just just for their kind of like banter back and forth. So
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, like he he challenges her thinking, and I like that.
1: Yeah, pretty good.
2: And he's a good blower.
1: He is a good blower, even though mm-hmm. we don't
2: see we don't have any blowing scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
1: lightning does <laughs> that, all the
2: work.
3: Is that on the extras? <laughs> no,
2: unfortunately not. Brian, that would I have been it. that would have been a whole cool process thing. Brian has it in his box of porn. <laughs> <laughs>
1: glass blowing and others uh i'm excited wait wait chelsea uh
2: is there anything in your notes that we have not brought up like any lines that were of interest to you or anything like that
3: um i just think i i was thinking about like the funniest scenes and one of the funniest scenes to me is when she's looking for her dad and they're doing the reenactment and she's like and it's like, who are you looking for, sweetie? It's like, <laughs> well, Fifth Regiment. He's about to surrender, and I just think that's so cute. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, it's very yeah. cute.
1: No, I like. I like. You can't ride two horses with one ass, sugar bean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's buddy. What about you? Anybody? Uh, I'm
2: looking through my notes and oh. The funny
1: scene, fucking um, when he tosses the fucking chicken bone in the water and the dog just deep sea dives, he's like, (laughs) (laughs) comes back up with it It was so great. It's eight eight feet. Can can he swim? Doesn't look like it. (laughs) That was awesome. I was dying laughing. And I I honestly forgot about this moment. And I was like, wait, are they going to kill the dog? No. Oh God! It's that 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 made that made me funny. That that was funny. I
3: I did think it was really funny how she gave her gay best friend's last name, like she took on Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she gave uh her like whole backstory, and I mean this wouldn't happen today in twenty twenty four, but I guess 2000, 2000s and stuff. They didn't have a problem with it, but the whole thing about her. Um, no, I was I grew up on this plantation, yeah, kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, that's probably like the double wide would would be a better story than yeah. you know, the cotton family yeah. uh on the plantation.
0: Right. Uh, and,
1: yeah. And- <laughs>
2: And Are like you- how their their house at the plantation like has a black housekeeper working there.
3: Yeah. A little, <laughs> a, little bit. a
1: little yeah. I love um Candace Bergen's line when she says, There is nothing wrong with poor people. I get elected by poor people. Which her moments in the film was all about getting elected. And that is a if there's anything true in this movie in real life politicians, that's what it's about getting elected. Uh, I thought that was great. And then I liked when Bobby Ray said, you know, us Southerners, <laughs> I mean, the minute the Confederacy died, it became immortal." <laughs> <And> <laughs> I thought that was great yeah. too. Uh, they had fun with it. Um,
2: I liked when uh Courtney Gaines, right after the frisk, pretty things, he says, uh, uh, something about like, oh, did did he did he hit you? We take that pretty serious nowadays.
1: <laughs> yeah, <was> like, nowadays. <laughs> yeah, nowadays. We play that pretty serious nowadays. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then she gives it a thought, and she's like, "No, he never hit me." And then he gives a smile, like, "See." <laughs> one of
3: me. one of the old one of the other scenes that I thought was really funny was with the after they get engaged and candace bergen kind of like outs their engagement with the like the spinning newspapers the mm. old and one of them says it's all over girls <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but
0: <Yeah.
3: laughs> i would like that that made me very happy
0: that was funny
1: no it's cra- this cra- it's crazy and like what this movie did at the box office is pretty nuts uh for being what it was um it was <laughs> it beat the movie the tuxedo with jackie chan and the first barbershop movie of course but uh it had the highest september opening weekend surpassing rush hour and it had the biggest opening weekend for a decade until hotel transylvania came in and took it over
0: for that that's month. a lot that yeah week, no
1: It's crazy. This movie made a ton of money, and I I'm looking at it's like really this I get Reese was huge at the time I guess because I am trying to think if like a movie like this now would make almost two hundred million dollars at the box office. I mean, I could see this going straight to streaming.
3: That anyone but you has been making a shit ton of money. Which one? The uh, Sydney Glenn, Sydney. Uh, Glenn and Sydney Oh Sydney. yeah yeah
0: yeah. They just did a thing how it just crossed over a hundred million or something. Yeah. It's nuts? It is. Nuts. I'm ready.
3: I'm ready for the rom com renaissance to come back.
1: Get Julia Roberts and Tom Hanks oh. and Meg Ryan back.
0: Are we counting? Are we counting the uh the stunt man movie with Gosling and Emily Blunt as a rom com or is that just an action movie? Because that movie is going to make a shit ton of money.
3: It's a little bit of both. Yeah, it's a little bit both.
0: My wife and other people are like excited about that movie. That's gonna be one of those quadrant movies. Where they're like, everyone saw this.
1: Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, I like I like the movie. It's good. I'm shocked that this doesn't have like a 4K release or like a retrospective since it did so well. Do you think the movie holds up?
2: I think so i mean besides those parts that we pointed out but uh yeah for the most part it's still a very charming easy to easy to digest familiar but fun it's a good
0: it's a good snapshot of early early 2000 rom-com
1: okay awesome sweet home alabama Fear and Loathing in Cinema. February month is romantic comedy month. Uh, who's whose pick is it this coming time? Is it Dan or is it Preston?
2: I'll I'll be out of town for a little bit next week, but uh, we can. I I'm I'm cool with doing Dan's pick.
1: All right, Dan. Dan is going to pick for next week a romantic comedy for us to do on Fear and Loathing in Cinema. Thank you all for listening. Sweet Home Alabama. It is available on Peacock for free. Or everywhere else for a little small fee. Um, so, yeah, check Sweet Home Alabama out. Let us know. Chelsea, where can everybody find you online?
3: They can find me.
2: Swatting a- the state bird of of Alabama and Florida. I was going
3: making- to <laughs> make a joke about like deep south glass, but I don't really have a joke for it. Um, They can find me on Twitter as Miss Underscore Tenenbaum and Chelsea Nico
0: on pretty much everything else.
1: Sounds good. Dan, where can they find you?
0: Uh, Fear and Loathing in Cinema Instagram or email fearandloathingincinema at gmail.com. Dan, what's on your hat? What's on my head? Hat.
3: What's on your hat? It's
0: the old Patriot logo.
3: Oh, Okay. Man, it's like your
2: Smalls hat. Like that thing's been through some things.
0: I think I... I thought it was like a Confederate soldier. And it started off, there's pictures of me with it and it's like nice and blue. This is all natural. Now you have to buy hats for this, but this was all... <laughs>
3: you do.
2: You, self-distressed. Yeah. Yes,
0: self-distressed.
1: Wow. wow. That's impressive. Uh, Preston, what about you?
2: You can find me at the Pigeon
1: Creek pigeon creek catfish festival
0: hell
2: yeah uh or on instagram blu-ray dad everything else preston barda find my writing and all that on dittonRC.com rc.com Denton record chronicle or freshfiction.tv
1: the scene at the pigeon creek catfish festival i said to myself watching that scene why am i not at a catfish festival right now because that's my jam uh that's my fish <laughs> <laughs> uh you can find me brian kluger anywhere just type in brian kluger on social media you'll see me uh highdefdigest.com and boomstickcomics.com find press and i at my bloody podcast and wednesdays from noon till 2 central time soundtracks radio on em-radio.com thank you we'll see you next week for more romantic comedy science fiction
3: Bye.